He's here again. He's been here a few times. Eric Bronstein, friend yeah. of the show. Woo! How uh, are you, comedian no extraordinaire? How are? How's it going? I just asked you that. Yeah, excellent. You're good. Okay, yeah. good. I'm glad we covered that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's a few things I wanted to talk about real quick. The first one is uh, a couple people died who in showbiz, um, but not, I don't know how to say this without being shitty. But people who like were kind of famous. Yeah, it's kind of weird when kind of famous people die. Because, like, no one really seems to care that much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... It, it, it must suck, like... Well, that guy was, I think, at, on the cusp. You're talking about... What's his name? Anton? You're talking about Anton Yelkin? Yeah. Um, him, and then the, the guy from, like, Varsity Blues died. Which one? <laughs> Did you see that movie? Yeah. The really fat guy. That guy? Yeah, he just died. Wasn't he, on, wasn't he the dude on My Name is Earl? Or maybe I'm thinking of a different... No, guy. you're thinking of... Um, different fat guy. Ethan yeah, Suppley. Yeah, Ethan Suppley. Oh, yeah, I thought exactly. that was him in that movie. Yeah. It's not. No, it definitely wasn't. Okay. I think this guy was even fatter than that guy. All right. Well, when a fat guy goes like that, you're not always super shocked. Right. Know? Well, no, what happened with him was he had <laughs> lost a lot of weight. Years uh, ago, he got, like, the surgery. Yeah. And this is what they, they talk about. Like, someone did, like, an article about him years ago after he, he did that. And he's kind of talking about he can't get a job anymore. Like, his career was ruined. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the tough thing. you got to... I noticed, you know who just did that? Definitely probably had her stomach stapled was uh, Melissa McCarthy. Did she? I, they didn't, she didn't admit it, but she lost a tremendous amount of weight. Like, a tremendous really? amount. Really? Yeah. I thought she was still fat. She, well, I guess, still, she's still fat Right. but she, I don't think she wants to lose too much because if you lose too much, you're going to go into that situation. Yeah, you know? and he did. He lost too much. He became, like, normal. Right, right. But I think what she did is, was like my opinion was, like, she's like, I'm going to make my money. I want to be in a couple of big movies. Yeah. Because, you, you know, if you're like 400 pounds, you're not going to live that long. You have to drop the weight at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's you're the like... dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> because it's weird. It's like you either won't live that long, but you'll have a good life. You know, you've already have your life in showbiz, and right. that'll continue, but you'll die. Or you might live longer and just you're, you'll be really upset a lot of the time. <laughs> It's kind of sad, like, reading this, this interview with him because he's kind of talking about that. Like, oh, really? And he didn't really make his money before he lost the weight. I mean, he, you know, he did some stuff. I mean, you, you know what's funny is, like, you'll see this a lot. Someone will become really famous for a movie, and then, like, they're famous, but they don't do a lot. And you're kind of like, like, Varsity Blues, how much money could that guy have made for Varsity Nothing. Blues? Like, 50 grand? Maybe. That was, like, his probably his first movie. He was probably 17 years old. They probably gave him, like, you know, yeah. like scale or some shit, you know? Yeah, and so he kind of talks about, even in the interview I read, he kind of, like, talks about his money was all gone. Wow. So he was living in Dallas, just thin, and I guess he was trying to, like, get a movie made or something. Oh, no. And even in the article, he kind of makes a comment about like, yeah, I'm not, I'm probably not going back to Hollywood like, uh, at this geez. point. He's like, I'm trying to make the movie, but you know, so, so he died, you know, and then people like James Vanderbeek are like, oh. I'm so upset. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm sure you haven't really been yeah. returning his calls lately. <laughs> if you helped him out a little bit, maybe that shit wouldn't have happened, you know? Yeah, I know. And that's the other thing. He, died. he like lost all his weight and then he died. That well, kind of sucks. I know. Must be a bummer though to be famous and like not be able to work in that industry, you know. Well, especially I think if you get famous as a fat guy, because that's the you know people just really identify. I mean, if you're a fat guy, you can get 
some work, but you've got to be that guy forever, really. Yeah, I knew a comedian in L.A. when I lived in L.A. who had that exact same thing. He had been really fat, and he had been, he was like in Blade. Oh, okay. Do you know who that? That sounds talking, familiar. His name's yeah. Eric Edwards. Oh, okay. And he had been in like he was in like he was in movies. Oh, he was in like Sergeant Bilko. Oh wow! Because he got that Bilko money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was like he had a big career, and then he lost weight. And like when I met him, he had just lost the weight, and he was always talking about like on stage how hard it was. Yeah, because you're known as that. I mean, especially in comedy, like fat guys can have an advantage because especially on stage, you're autom- people automatically think you're funnier right, right. off the bat. You know. Yeah, totally. It's just they're kind of like, oh, look at this guy. He's so <laughs> he's so wacky. I think the key is to be Jack Black fat, like like not in too the fat. middle kind yeah. of. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like Hollywood fat, right? <laughs> like he's real. Like he's but the guy from Varsity Blues when he was in that, he was he was like really fat. Yeah, that's why I thought he was that guy. Because yeah. But Subley kind of became, is kind of like that now. Because he's like in, he still does like a lot of stuff, Subley, but he's big, but he's not like really fat. Right, right. Um, And then the other guy, so no, the guy, Ron Lester was his name. He was in like Freaks and Geeks for a little bit and he was on a show Popular. and, And he kind of talks about being in LA and how he would like go to these parties and, you know, he was doing well and everyone knew him, but he still felt like... You know, imagine being fat in, in Hollywood, you know what I mean, in L.A. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, you can get jobs, but everyone's like, ew. You yeah. Know, they'll be friends with you, but he probably wasn't, you know, it's like, I'm not, like, Ralphie May, like, he's really fat. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got to be weird, right? Well, I, I heard Farley would always go to, like, he would go to hookers a lot, you know. I think he had some girlfriends here and there, but he uh, he had, did a, had a lot of hookers. Yeah, exactly, which is I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter if you're famous. It's that must be hard too because they probably become famous and they think everything's going to be solved, and then their life's still they're not happy. Right. And but meanwhile, we have to say, clarify for the audience: being fat is not a bad thing. Let's not fat shame. Oh, I'm not. No, no. I don't think it's bad. At all. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, a, you know, that's a word. Fat, said that is, fat is actually a bad word now. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's like mean? Yeah. Oh, what are you supposed to say? I think that you're supposed to say big. Oh, okay. Which I think is worse in a way. I'll go back and bleep out every <laughs> fat and replace it with big. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it does sound mean, I guess. Even though I'm just saying that the guy... No, I'm just joking. I actually felt bad that you know when he died. I was like, wow, that, that really like sucks. Do you think big is worse than fat, though? Um, I think they're both bad. I, yeah. don't, I don't think I'd be like, hey... I'm not fat. I'm big. I'm really big. I guess that sounds better. Yeah, like big. You associate with like good things. Like she's got big tits. Or like, you know what I mean? Or like I have a big dick. Um, yeah, I think big and big is like a good movie. So yes. <laughs> yeah, I immediately think of that. Yeah. And then the other guy that died was Anton Yelkin, mm-hmm. um, who was it? I guess he was most famous for Star Trek. Yeah, he was uh, Chekhov in Star Trek. Yeah, and the thing about him, did you read what happened? I mean, he died in such like a stupid, weird way. Yeah, because it, it probably was it was a Jeep and there was a recall on the Jeep. Yeah. So it was happening to other people. Like, it, he was in his driveway and it rolled on him? Apparently this car, um, when it's not in, in park, sometimes it'll roll. And I think that he was, like, getting his mail or something. Yeah. And he got pinned. And apparently this car has had this issue before. It had, like, it... Really? There's a recall on it. And uh, people... People were complaining about it. You know, he just was put himself in a weird predicament where he was somehow 
in between like a wall and yeah, like his gate. It's yeah. so weird. It's like it's such like a dumb. That's the word. That's the not dumb, word. but like to be like, oh, that's how I died. Like, oh, when you hear a twenty-seven-year-old celebrity dying, you're like, okay, so what drugs did he OD on? Right. That's the. Wor- I mean, at least you go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. You know? It's just this could have been like this was so avoidable. Oh. Like getting run over by your like how did you how did he die? Oh he ran himself over with his car. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. I'm not like trying to make light of it because it's funny about that guy. Do, do you remember him any other movies he did? I do. I remember this is how I first remembered him. And he was about fifteen years old and or maybe twelve or something. He was on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, someone what was he doing on? And he was so funny in it. That I, re- that I saw him years later because I think he was in a Terminator movie or something. Oh. It might have been John Connor in one of those movies. And I always see him popping up. I'm like, that's the kid who was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. And he was like, how old? He was like 15? He, maybe he was 12. Like La- uh, Larry David had like a nephew. He played Larry David's nephew. And he was doing magic tricks for Larry David. And then they started getting to a, into a fight. Oh, that sounds funny. Yeah, it's really was he funny. in it a lot or just like one scene? Just that one episode. Oh. Yeah. Um, because what I remember him from initially was, did you ever see Alpha Dog? I heard about it. I never saw that movie. It's really good. Yeah. It's not like that great a movie, but it's just like the story is so crazy that it's a really, that it's like a good movie. Just Timberlake in that one? Yeah. It's based on a true story. And I looked it up later and it's like really, it's exactly true. Wasn't he in Green Room, this guy? Yeah. He's in, so that's what's funny about him. I saw him in Alpha Dog and I thought he was, I, I thought he was like really annoying in it. And then I saw him in like another movie, and I was like, "Oh god, this guy!" I, like he was one of those guys that immediately, if I saw him in a movie, I was like, "Oh my god, this sucks." <laughs> I just like didn't lie. I just didn't think he was good. Right, right. And then I saw him in a movie. I like my movie went to a film festival like a year, like a year and a half, like a year ago. Yeah. And um, was the name of the movie? My movie. Yeah. Adventures in Comedy. Okay. Yeah. Plug yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I don't have to plug it. Everyone, everyone knows about <laughs> it. Um, but. Uh, his he was in a movie called like Five to Seven, and it was like he was a writer living in New York City, and I hated the. I mean, it was okay, but like it was like he was a writer in New York City, and he is walking down the street one day, and he sees this chick who's like so who's French, and she's like the hottest chick in the world. She was like a Bond girl, right, right. And um, he just starts like talking to her, and then like she's married, but I guess in France they have a thing where, or in Europe, you, from five to seven, you can like just have sex with someone. Oh wow. <laughs> so he starts like having an affair with her even though she's married and um they like fall in love and then she falls in love with him and it was just so like unbelievable because it was like the hottest chick in the world right. in the movie she's like i'm so in love with you and i was just like <laughs> you just can't get past that i just couldn't i was like because you know nothing against him but in the movie he's just like yeah well, he wasn't like a big dude, right? He was kind of a smaller dude, right? Seemed like. Yeah, he's like five eight. Yeah, he's just. I mean, nothing. I'm like, I'm being really hard on him. No, he had, he had like a, Le- a Gordon Levitt thing going for him. He kind of reminded me of him a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And then what happened was I saw him in Green Room, which I just saw. Yeah. And I was really liked that movie, and he, I was like, oh, he's really good in it. And it was weird. I like turned. Like two months ago, yeah. on to him. I was like, "Oh, I think he's good." I'm like, I'll, "I'm fine with him being in everything now." Yeah, and then, I heard that movie was good. I did, and it, it was out of the theaters. I'm thinking maybe they'll bring it back because of this happened. Well, you know what's weird is like it. It kind of I heard about it, but it wasn't like a huge story. Mm. So that's what's kind of weird. It's like he was he was at a level, but 
not enough where people were like, oh, my God, he was taken <laughs> from us. But he could have been. I, I saw maybe possibly, you know, he was in enough big movies. He could have been a big star. I mean, maybe. And I knew who he was. Yeah. I mean, I, that, I think I was surprised at how not big he was. Like, in my mind, I was like, oh, I thought he was pretty big. Yeah, and I think they just finished the third Star Trek that he was in. They did. Yeah, I don't know if they're making any others, but then what do you do there? Do you have another? Do you have I another? I guess they just have another one without him. <laughs> I, I feel like they're Paul Walker. They're making more of those movies. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the Star Trek cast is so iconic, and like, what are you just gonna? You're gonna have to keep the check off. Maybe do you have another check off? Yeah, do one of those things. They'll probably just have another check off. Yeah, I a, literally think that, that that's what do they'll the do. The Fresh Prince mom thing—you just switch out the characters. Exactly, no one even <laughs> barely noticed that. <laughs> that she must. It's so funny how like she probably pulled some leverage thing when that was going on. The the mom from Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah. She's probably like, well, "What are you guys gonna do? Like, I'm not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> like, get out of here." <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know, no one watches the show for you. Nobody watches the show for right. mom. You know, they watch it for fucking Will Smith. You know. Yeah, no one's like, oh, I can't wait to see what Aunt Viv does. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what what are you doing at that point? Like, to be have that kind of like, uh, to presume that you have that kind of, just be lucky you're on a sh- like a uh, hit show with Will Smith. You know. I mean, I think sometimes people are unaware of how important they are, like the Suzanne Summers thing with Three's Company. You know. Yeah. What happened with that? Well, she, you know, she was a big, you know, sex symbol in, in the '70s, and she was, I think, originally was some of the reason why people tuned into Three's Company. Yeah. She was hot. But it turned out the show was a John Ritter show. He was the funniest one. He made that show. And then did she did she pull that thing of like I want more money or something? Yeah, and she got advised by the wrong people, and she asked for like a lot, a lot of money. So they're basically like, you're just a hot blonde. We can find another one, right? You know? And then who they bring in? Did they bring in her cousin? Yeah, first they brought in a couple. You know, they kept rotating them in and stuff. It didn't even matter. You know, the show didn't suffer in ratings. You know, right? No, it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, the, was it? What was her cousin? I, I remember the cousin wasn't very good. No, they tried her, I think, and then they were like, okay. Then they went. They brought the nurse in later, yeah, and Terry. She, and she was smart, so they went the other direction because they were all dumb blonde. Oh, that's that. right. I didn't think she was like a, she was a nurse. Right, right. It was the 80s. All of a sudden, they're like, all right, maybe all blondes aren't dumb, you know? Right. And she wasn't even that smart. She just wasn't like a retard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, just the whole thing with the other two was they were so dumb. Right, right. Like, like sitcom dumb. And it's funny, that trope kept going for a while. I think it ended with Friends. What do you mean? Where they would have someone on the show who the character was just, they were so stupid. They just oh, didn't know yeah. anything. We you talking about Joey on Friends? Yeah. yeah. I, I think you see that on a, a, I don't know how much now, but I think you see it on a lot of shows because it's an easy thing to write for. Yeah. You know, like Homer Simpson is dumb. So it's, you right, know, you know. right. Um, but yeah, I think, or, you know, I guess the one on Family Guy, but I don't know, you don't see it as much lately. Yeah, because Joey, it was like, the thing I always thought was so funny about Joey was, um, like, he was so stupid. He just didn't know, like, it was ridiculous how stupid he was. And they, like, just hung out with him all the time. Like, <laughs> he was so dumb that, like, if you met someone that dumb, like, once, you'd be like, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to hate. This guy doesn't know, you know, what and shoes he, are. Yeah, and they and always on these shows, they get dumber and dumber. Like, you watch an early season of Friends, he's not that dumb. 
Yeah. And then he gets ridiculously dumb. Oh, yeah, he's not. He's just kind of an actor who's good looking. <laughs> right, right. Oh, then later, just every, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> but like normal things. <laughs> Like someone would be like, "Hey, there's a tree," you know, like what, you know, be like, "What's a squirrel?" You know, like things like he doesn't know, and everyone's like, "Oh God, he's so dumb," you know. And I'm like, "Why are you? You guys are smart. Like, why are you hanging out with this guy who's so dumb?" Um, but yeah, so yeah, I feel like dumb is one of the few things left that people can still make fun of because no one considers themselves dumb, right? You know, but you can't make fun of a lot of ethnic groups. You can't make fun of you know, you know stereotypes and things like that but dumb is like an easy thing to write right for. unless you're like retarded dumb you can't say anything yeah, like that can't go too far. right i guess louis ck had a bit about that like if you're stupid people are just mad at you <laughs> what are you stupid <laughs> you know like if you're retarded like hey <laughs> that's funny um so i don't know oh, yeah so you were talking about that yeah how uh oh so replacing him and Ch- uh, in the movie he'll t- they're, they're already making another fast and furious yeah him. but i always kind of feel like the fast and furious was right like the it cars was, they didn't give a yeah shit i think check off people will be f- fine with him <laughs> now. i like literally think like yeah he's an iconic cast member but no one's i mean actually what am i talking about of course people are going to be upset it's like well, trekkies yeah but he's not fucking spock or anything you know, it's yeah exactly yeah. that's like the worst part about Hollywood is like that's like a conversation that's happening right now in an exact room. Like he's not Spock. Yeah. That's how shitty Hollywood is. It's too bad. It just must be a bummer. You know what I mean? Like he was really successful and then he dies and they're just like, Pfft. yeah, what are we gonna do? But you actually the third movie that's coming out, the Star Trek one. I think that if it bombs, they're not sure. It might be a bomb. If it bombs, that they're just gonna be done with this. Yeah, when's this, that coming out? This summer. But I, I read some things that they say that they had to refilm a lot of it. It's problems. Um, oh, it did J.J. Abrams? He didn't direct it. He doesn't direct them any. He only directed the first new yeah. ones. You know. I saw the second one. He didn't direct that one. No, that was the one with Khan. That they did. Yeah, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh right, right. That was yeah. Did you like that one? That one's pretty good. It's okay. I think, um, but I don't think it was well received. I thought it was all right though. To be oh, honest. wasn't? Yeah. Uh, were Trekkies mad? Um, it didn't do that well. It wasn't. Are you a Star Trek guy? Like, I watched the movie. I'm not that into it though. Did you watch the show? Any of the shows? You know, the original show I liked. You know, some of the general. The generation one I liked, but then it was they had so many spinoffs. I couldn't keep up with all that shit. Yeah, I n- I never liked the show. I was like, I my sister was into the show, the yeah. original one, and I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> like, I literally was like, so like, I never understood why people were into it. And then the new one, I was like, yeah, it's a little better. Right, right. But and then the movies, like some of them were good, and then some of them were horrible. Yeah, like the first one's horrible. First one is definitely horrible. And then the second one's good. Yeah, I was actually reading about, I don't know why, I, the first Star Trek movie it was came out in 79. Yeah. And uh, it was after years of people missing Star Trek because the show was canceled. And they spent so much money on the first Star Trek movie. Really? Because they thought it was going to be a monster hit. And whoever directed the movie, they didn't put a lot of action in there and stuff like that. Yeah. So the movie just didn't do that well. So they said, all right, well, you can make one more Star Trek movie, which is The Wrath of Khan. Right. But they're like, we're going to give you no budget. And they said the movie is very cheaply made, but it's actually a good movie. Right. But they had no budget to make the movie. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. that's what happens. It's like when, when they give them too much money, they, they everyone just gets lazy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. Somebody, I feel like I saw something recently, and they put all this money in it, and I was like, this blows. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so I want to I get into um, the... Uh, OJ Made in America 
miniseries, yeah. or I guess it's like a documentary, but yeah. it's like five parts. You you watched it right yeah. on ESPN Thirty for Thirty, right? Um, yeah, I just watched it this past weekend. It was like unbelievable. It was so good, yeah. It was just like what's great about it is because you know people don't know it's like it starts. It doesn't just focus on him. It's kind of like he's in and out of it, especially the first two episodes. Right. It kind of just talks about like the climate of America at that point and like sports and and race and race relations. Mm-hmm. Um like but there's so many things you you learn about. It's it's really funny like looking at it now everything pr- with perspective of like that whole trial happening 20 years ago and looking back on how everything was. Right. Like, I knew racism was around, but I was pretty young. Right. We were pretty young, and, like, you know, when that verdict happened, you know, it was the whole thing of, like, they would show blacks. Cheering. Yeah, and then white people right next and, like, crying. Right. But uh, I think what the move that documentary showed is, like, the, the black people so were, you know, behind him, which I understand, but they showed early in the documentary how, during the civil rights era, he didn't want anything to do with any of that protest and stuff like that. All those guys like Muhammad Ali, right? And all those guys, they wanted to, you know, be vocal. And he's like, "I'm not black. I'm o- I'm OJ." Yeah. See, the, 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 and that's what's so interesting about it. When you, you, you just when you watch it, you're like, "Wow, he was a really like shitty person." <laughs> like, and and I, I think he like lacked some character. And then it's, it's as it goes on, you just see him completely not even be. A human being anymore right like by the end you're just like oh my god this like what happened to this guy he's yeah. just completely lost his mind um so yeah like that's a big part that they talk about when they they ask him to be part of like the, the political movement like right. the black athletes are like using their power to kind of you know and then the whole thing with the olympics and the black panthers right and so the fact that he kind of shunned all that and then when he was embraced by the white community and he really went with it. Um, and then with all that kind of coming back around, you know, like right. when white America, I mean, I don't know, kind of tur- basically turned on yeah, him. Of course, yeah. And then the old, like bl- the black community was like embraced him. Right. It was like, Oh, okay. You know, it's just kind of like, he's got to go somewhere at that point, you know? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, like, when someone finds God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's always, like, people, like, when people say they found God, like, something shitty happens. Yeah. Like, Brad Pitt's not like, yeah, I found God. (laughs) (laughs) You find God when you're on death row and shit like that. Yeah, like, when you're homeless and it's, like, calling someone up, like, hey, like, you haven't talked to in a while. (laughs) You're like, hey, what's up? So, God, uh, can you give me, like, a house? So when they, what what was something about it that like that stuck out to you in the, uh, like what was something that you saw? Because there were a lot of moments I was like, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I mean all the stuff, especially after the trial, you know, with the civil suit and stuff. I I, I didn't really remember that as much, uh, but that civil suit actually was pretty effective because even though he didn't like give the Goldmans the money directly. Anytime he made money, they'd be hunting him down. Right. Know? So he's always looking over his shoulder. So it kind of, I, I'm, I'm sure he still hid money everywhere. You know? Yeah. But I'm sure, you know, that was like one of the things where I think that was more of a victory than originally I thought led on. You know? Right. And they kind of, t- the dad talks about his, his mission just became like to be behind him his whole life and ruin his life. Yeah. And then the whole, um, he he's in the thing that's that's like really fascinating to me about it is how in denial he was yeah. and is like he gets 
like he really thinks people a lot of people think he didn't do it yeah. <laughs> like when they show him after when he goes home right when he gets acquitted and they're all just like in his house like they have some shots of him hanging out like watching tv and he starts yelling at the tv because they're interviewing <laughs> like garcetti like the, right, right. Rock, the da yeah. And he's just like, you know, you, you guys, <laughs> you should have, like, looked into the drug dealers <laughs> that Resnick knew. You know, like, he's putting on this performance in front of his friends. And, and I mean, what was the vibe in that house? People, ha- like, Shapiro, not Shapiro, um... Cochran? No, Kardashian yeah. later was like, yeah, I think he did it. Like, I know, and he's there at that party. Yeah, I think there was at some point... I always feel like during some point of the trial, something turned on in his brain where he convinced himself that he was innocent. Like, I think for a while he actually believed he was, you know? Either that he was guilty or that he was was innocent. innocent. He believed that that it was a coping mechanism. Yeah. He's like, maybe maybe I didn't really do this. You know what I mean? Right. And I think there was a point, I think, maybe, I don't think after a while, I think maybe he came back to reality, but I think there was a point, maybe halfway through the trial, it seemed like he was just so confident. Yeah, like the... um that's what's fascinating about him, to watch the, this guy who's so deluded and who never... Because if, they, like, if that happened to you and you were like famous and you, you like clearly did it and you got off... I mean, for me, I would just go move to like Hawaii yeah, and never talk that. again. You know what I mean? I would never... I would just live on the beach. I would just never talk to the press. Right, right. In this, he just like... He goes home... And then he just decides to just live it. He just think like thinks everything's going to be exactly. Yeah. It's funny to watch that how someone doesn't realize things are not going to be yeah. the same. And so the whole thing when everyone is like yelling at him in his neighborhood, they won't leave him alone because that's the whole thing. I mean, it's this yeah. white neighborhood, and they're like, get it, you know. I mean, it. You know, I don't think that they were consciously like, well, you're a black guy, get out of here. But, I mean... It's part of it. There was something, you know, like it wasn't not a thing. It wasn't not an elephant in the room. Um, Look, he was a black guy that that type of community could accept for a long time because he was very, you know, like friendly he was not too like he wasn't he was very he wasn't like three he was like yeah he, he was like thuggy. a celebrity yeah, and he, he was thuggy. like but it's you know that's where the racism is because in the end you know if you are commit a crime or something they'll throw you out quickly you know because you in the end they don't really feel like you really belong and that's the thing it's yeah. kind of like you know you, you you can see that where they're kind of like well get at like they interview his friend throughout it right and his friend at some point says something like you know, these people, like, don't like us or yeah. they don't want us around. Like, if you weren't this guy, no one would be golfing with you. Right, right. Um, and uh, that's why it's, like, it, it's really disturbed. But that's why the documentary is so good because it's not just a story about OJ again. It's more just about, like, how that kind of brought out this weird ugliness that no one is really like acknowledging with racism and it just kind of brought it out in this really ugly way that you couldn't really ignore it anymore yeah and they also i think they showed and i remember this like they really lost the trial from the start because they had that they put the trial in a in a black area because and they only did that because the rodney king King, they put it in a white area now he should have been in a white area because that's who that's where he lived. Right. And they lost it the second they put it in the, in, in the black area because there was going to be payback for the Rodney King. Yeah, game. and that's, what, that's the most amazing thing about it, too, when that woman, point blank, the jurors, like, he's like, was this payback for Rodney King? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and um, 
he said something like, how many jurors felt that way? And she's like, 90%. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like, I completely, like, now I completely understand that. Yeah. I mean, it's so... Because it wasn't just a Rodney King. Th- I mean, like, that whole... You know, and, and I'm, like, the first to say L.A. I mean, there's just, like, bad vibe yeah. in L.A. And, like, there's bad energy going on there. And whenever I'm there for a long time, I just feel like something is about to snap. I just feel like bad things go on there. Yeah, well, they were talking about how the cops were just, for years, acting with impunity. They were just, you know, killing, you know, black people. On, right, you know, on right. arrests and stuff, you know, so... It was a little payback, but I. But in the end, though, and this is what I re- really get out of the whole thing is, in the end, everything worked out for the best. Think about it. He got thirty years in prison. Right. OJ. Now, if he was convicted in '95, that's probably what he would have gotten. He wasn't going to get the death penalty. Right. So he would have gotten a, like almost a life sentence in prison, and then all the other players. Let's see, Marsha Clark, she had a good career after that yeah. on TV. Darden might not have, but I'm sure he got some. Yeah, I think he was probably fine. I mean, I think he probably had a... The only per, one person who really had a hard time was um, Thurman. <laughs> 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 he, he, it's, it's funny, he's in it, too, a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think he was embraced by like the right-wingers a lot. He got some money there. Yeah. yeah. The white community really embraced him. <laughs> Nazis, <laughs> Nazis were a big fan. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he does make a comment. Like, he's basically like, first of all, I just remember every time you're on this, we, all we do is talk about O.J. Simpson. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all right. Well, you know, it's weird. I, like, for, have become so obsessed. You know, when, it, when it, the case was going on, I was so into it. And then I feel like I haven't thought about it. And then now there's all these stories about it. And this one, this documentary blew away the uh, FX one. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's like, oh, the FX one. I'm like, really? I'm like, that documentary was, like, uh, mind-blowing. <laughs> um, but they interview Furman, and he's basically like, yeah, I said those things, and I was a really violent guy when I was younger. Yeah, because he said at one point, he goes, he had a couple of bad years. You know, like, for a few years, <laughs> I just beat up black people and say the N-word over and over again. Like, that's not a bad... Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah, that's basically... He's, that's what he's basically saying. I had a few bad years, and they said that he was doing that for a while. I'm like, that's not bad years. That's like, you're just insane, Right, right. You know? Yeah, you don't just, like, stop doing that after a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like kayaking. <laughs> yeah, I just did that for a couple of years. I wasn't... Um, it's not a bad hair day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not Pilates or something. Um, but he... And he says that, you know, his life was going really well. And um, But I don't know, yeah, again, this guy... The thing that's amazing to me about him is... Some of the things he says in that interview, because what was it? It was an interview from like a screenwriter, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a, someone was writing a screenplay about police. Uh, or yes, yes, yes. About like crooked cops or something. And he just had this. In- the one who who admitted that he was uh, a racist, the one who put that information out there in the in the trial. You're talking about. Yeah, f- uh, the woman. Right, the woman. Yeah, the woman who had who had recorded him. Right. Like, but so he kind of acted like, and I don't really believe this, but he kind of acted like he, it was like a character thing. Yeah, that's bullshit. But he does say like these crazy things, right? Like, doesn't he seem like I want to kill them all? And yeah. like, we used to like beat, we, we used to just beat the shit out of them until their faces were like, I mean, it's like crazy, but I guess that was like a thing. Right. And I don't, I think it just shows you the culture of the time because not only did they all know this about him at the LAPD, they kept promoting him. Like, usually that should. Right. If I did that at my job. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all right. Maybe you don't fire. Maybe he doesn't get fired, but you don't like raise him up in the ranks. Right. 
Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, now you would get fired, but you know, back then. I don't know though. Yeah, it's maybe true. you wouldn't. Yeah. I remember that thing happened where the guys shot the guy like fifty times. Um, one of them like they they took him off the street and put him on like desk duty, and I was like, really? Like that's. <laughs> but I had a joke where I was like, if I like worked at McDonald's and I actually <laughs> killed like four people with a fryer. <laughs> Like, uh, if they moved me to, like, another area. The guy was mad is what it was. He was like, I can't believe you're moving me to the desk. I'm like, you killed people. Like, it's not working out in that section. Like, you, probably, like I was saying, if they moved me to, like, the milkshake, I wouldn't be like, come on. You know, I'd be like, really? I, don't, I feel like I shouldn't even work here anymore. It's so true. But cops feel like because they, they have a right, I guess, because they don't have guns. Because there was a big thing today. You heard what happened. In, Bal- no, but, uh, in Baltimore... This uh, uh, this cop uh, who basically killed a black dude uh, got off, you know, today. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the kid. It's like a weird way the kid died. They arrested the kid, a black kid. They put him in the back of a of a police van, and then all of a sudden, I guess. Wait. Yeah. That I'm. Where was that? Was, that, it, was it, Phil, it was Baltimore. Oh, it was Baltimore. Yeah, like a year ago, yeah. right? Yeah, it was the one where they gave him a rough ride or yeah. something. It was like even like a name for it. Oh, that guy really? got, they got off? Yeah, I mean, I Ugh. think someone else got off too, but now in Baltimore now they're trying to. That's you know. crazy. But I can't believe that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's horrible. And the, 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 to go with the Rodney King thing, you know, looking back on that, I, I feel like the, the um, climate for the LAPD at that point, I think they were like, we didn't do anything. Right, I think right. they were like, this is how they taught us to like, Subdue suspects. No, and, and and in fairness, Rodney King was a piece of shit. Like he yeah, really was. Okay. This is going to be good. No, but let's not go into the. He should. <laughs> no, they were in the wrong. No, I'm, no, no, no. They're definitely in the wrong. Yeah. The cops were definitely in the wrong. But Rodney King was doing a high speed chase. He was like all drunk and stuff right. like that. And listen, you know, the guy could have run over and killed someone. But you take the guy and you subdue, subdue right. him. No, he was subdued in yeah, the, at course. one point. They were just like, I think that's what that was the, that was what the problem was. It was so out of control to them. It was like, what do you mean? Like that's how out of control it was. Right. That doing that was like they didn't even think that they didn't even think twice about it. No, and if, and if a white guy was doing the same exact thing, even if it was a high speed chase, they take the guy and they put him to the ground. You know, right. and they just let him go. Yeah, and then Furman was saying something like, <laughs> like <laughs> Furman was like something like, you know, they took away the chokehold, and if we were able to choke. Oh yeah, he says something weird like that. Yeah, he says something like, oh well, you know what would have gotten it and stopped him immediately it was the chokehold. Yeah. that's like a really weird quote. Yeah, because they said they outlawed the chokehold, but you know what? That wasn't about subduing the, subduing the guy. It was about be- teaching. Yeah, the guy they were just like, yeah, it was ridiculous. He was completely he he. They had won at that point. But I always remember the years after the Rodney King thing because they he would always get stopped still after the after he got the. Oh really? Ride. Oh yeah, and they would just like let him off. He had like oh, a get out of jail free card for the rest of his life. Right, right. Which made it even worse for him because he's like, no one's gonna do anything to me anymore. Yeah, um, like that time he drove into the precinct. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it was probably our fault. <laughs> but uh, I swear, he was he died too. I looked it up. He, I didn't even I forgot he died. Yeah, I, I remember when he died. But um, that yeah, it, it's it's. The other thing that you forget is like how close that was to the OJ thing. Oh yeah, I mean because it, it was like I was pretty young and like so two years in my life at that point was like a long time. Yeah. So 
It's just funny looking back. I remember I was like, I can't believe, like, why would they be happy? Like, why would, like, some people be happy that he got off? You know what I mean? And now yeah. I'm like, dude, if I mean, I would be so. <laughs> like, it was kind of like now if, like, um, a guy I knew, someone I knew, if someone, it would be like if George Clooney murdered O.J. Simpson. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I'd be happy that he got it. But like, why are you happy he did? I'd be like, I know, but <laughs> I don't know if that's a good analogy. No, that's but, good enough. But I get it. Like, now it totally makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like I almost got it a little at the time because I knew a lot of white people that were so angry. Like, how, where are they from? I'm like, dude, come on. You know, you know what this is. So the one time the black guy, uh, you know, got off. Usually he gets he gets thrown yeah, in jail. Yeah. Even if most of the time when he doesn't do it, you know, a lot right? Of no, exactly. No, I, I, so I looking at that's why it's such a great documentary. And and then the whole th- irony of it is that the guy that it happened with was such a dickhead, and like, you know what I mean? Is is such a sh- ended up being such a shitty idiot person yeah. who like got himself just in jail eventually yeah, for the dumbest was, thing. I, and I remember saying it at the time. I was like, this guy got just got off way with murder he thinks he's invincible right i even told people that i'm like you'll see really yeah i'm like this guy is just he's out of it he thinks that no one can arrest him you know yeah but they unlike rodney like rodney king kept doing it because they were scared they weren't going to touch him but they were gunning for oj they were oh yeah no see that's what's so fascinating about what happens because okay so the best there's it's five parts and the best one to me was I don't know how you felt. Was the the fifth one yes. where like after he gets off? Because I knew nothing about that stuff. Yeah, because he kind of just. I mean, I knew a little bit about it, but there's things that happen, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he, first of all, the whole thing comes out in the civil trial. Like they they have like more evidence somehow. Like they have the shoe prints. Like it's just ridiculous how much evidence they have in the civil trial that right. they didn't have. And then he loses that, and then he has to move to Florida or something, and um. This was the craziest part about. It. First of all, they start talking about he's in Florida, and no one. And in Florida, like people just don't care about anything. Yeah, we've seen from recent events. It's just a fucked up place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like whenever bad things happen, it's like Florida. It's always. I mean, they even make fun of it, like on the late night shows. It's always weird shit that happens. Like the election thing where they couldn't, like it ruined the election, you and know. then like uh, the terrorists learned to fly there. Yeah, the, with the face, the bath salts face eaters and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the terrorists like went to flight school there, and they were like, we don't want to learn how to land. We just want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why? And wouldn't you be like, wait a minute, that's weird. Yeah. Um, like somebody like, no, I don't want to, why would you even tell someone I don't want to learn how to like, I don't need landing. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, so anyway, he's in Florida and they show footage of him like going to strip, he's like almost 60 at this point, he's going to strip clubs and he's doing coke and he's like, what happens is, is like, and they talk about this, he starts hanging out with like gangster type guys. So he's like with, it's that whole thing of. You know that saying of like you're only as good as the company you keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts hanging out with these like badass thug guys, and um, what's really funny about it is like when the whole Vegas thing happens yeah. with the robbery, they all—they're such dirtbags. They all immediately roll up on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the other one, people would, would like no one would testify against him. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like I don't want to. Really, and everyone's like, yeah, he did. Like they show footage. He's like, OJ was in charge. <laughs> and then that one guy who had the gun in the Vegas robbery. What do you remember? They're interviewing him. You keep going. They're like, he was like, I wasn't going to jail. Yeah. For this, like for OJ Simpson. So 
there's people in jail right now who like live by this code of they won't snitch on anyone. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> and he was like, I was like, fuck. He's like, I'm not going to jail for OJ Simpson. Yeah, wasn't that one guy? That one guy said, oh, yeah, I'm a rat. He's like, I'm a yeah. That guy's hilarious. Yeah. He's the guy who's like, <laughs> at first he's like, I'm a rat. Who did I rat on? And then they cut to. Like inside edition, and he's like, OJ was in charge. Like, he's just completely <laughs> giving interview. <laughs> and then it's really funny because he's like, I'm not against being a rat if it's going to happen. Yeah, right. And then he goes, I guess I am. Right? Yeah, I'm a rat. I'm a rat. Even Marsha Clark says she's like, he's one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah, yeah. Because he's kind of like an idiot, but it was just also like. And I, I don't think they even squeezed him to get, to, to get, like, to flip on OJ. They probably ratted him out immediately. Like, That's what's, and it's also indicative of how low he had fallen at yeah. that point. Because in the first one, people were, like, terrified of burning bridges with him. And this one, they were just like, I don't care. Yeah, he's going to jail. I'm, I'm not going to jail. Yeah. Um, and then right before that, he, this is a thing I did not know about. I don't know how I didn't know about this. I guess it was kind of pre-internet popular, like YouTube, but he did a, the prank show Juice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my um, God. I got to see that. So I have the video here. Um, it's on my phone. You can kind of watch it. I'm, I'm going to play some of it. It's like, it's unreal, like, wh <laughs> what it is. It's basically, in this video. It's like Candid Camera with a murderer, basically. Yeah, and like with no. Or punked, yeah. Yeah, it's named after punked. Yeah. And it's like horrible writing <laughs> and like there's no I read an interview with a guy who got the job as like his sidekick. It was just this guy in LA and they answered an ad on Craigslist and they, they were like there's a celebrity involved but they they didn't tell who it was. Oh wow. And then he showed up and they were like it's O. J. Simpson and he was like, Oh my god. And he just talked about how they just didn't have any plan and he didn't seem into it. And so in this video, first of all, it's so horrible. He's rapping, and he's, like, dressed as a pimp, and he's, like, um, there's, like, midgets, and there's, like, strippers around. I'm O.J. Simpson. Uh, 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 and then, like, there's, like, a girl's moaning at the beginning. Oh what is like when And he's, like, wearing this, like, weird, like, wig. Oh, yeah, it looks like some old Jewish guy or something. He dressed up as like a yeah Jew, an old Jewish guy, and it looks like he just looks like a troll. Wow. He's dressed as Elvis right here. He's dressed as Elvis. It's so disturbing. Wow. I know there's like four naked white yeah. men around. He's dressed as like a gangster with like a do rag. It's it's really like weird. You know, I didn't. I, I in this point of the documentary, they were talking about how like people in Miami would just come up to him and take pictures with him all the time. Yeah, like who would want to do that? But people do that. Like you know, it's like yeah. taking selfies with celebrities. You know, it's really that's one of the weird things about it too is like you, you see that like in the documentary, like there is. You, you see a lot of people who are just kind of like, oh, hey, man. Like, they still act like he's just famous right, and right. didn't murder people. Did you see that? They showed that part where he was being interviewed by Wendy Williams before she was... Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she's kind of acting a little uncomfortable. At, at first. And then she seems like she's warming up to him. Because she comes in, he comes in, and she's like, oh, it's very... Interesting. interesting to have you. She can't say good, you know? Right. And then even at that point... 
it's just like whenever you see him from then on, it's like there's this huge elephant in the room that he just refuses to act like is there. Like, um, she says, like, I, I, they told me I couldn't in, uh, talk about the incident. And he's like, what incident? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that you would be the, pretend yeah. like that no, that you're that deluded that you think no one would yeah, understand. Like Naked Gun 3? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, when you, like, <laughs> got that bad haircut. You know, it's just like, and then she's like, with Nicole. And he's like, well, what, what? I mean, nothing happened. Like, I didn't do it, and I was found innocent. Like, and he's like, that was a long time ago. It was like five years ago. It's just <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just so It's just so crazy. I like those in the documentary, that one part earlier, where they took, he was trying to be a serious actor. And he was supposed to be, he was going for that role in Ragtime, which is actually a good movie. You ever see that movie, Ragtime? I have it, but I do know it's like very... That role is a really good role, and like, you know, he would have been horrible in it. He yeah, been... it, isn't it like the main role? It's one of the main roles, yeah. And it's, you know, the guy, I forgot the guy, actor's name who was really good in it. And, uh, you know, it's like, you need, you need, it's a heavy role, you know? Yeah. You don't want Norberg in it from fucking Naked Gun. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it, that's what's really amazing, too, is like, he, he was pretty good in those movies. <laughs> um, so, so, do you, I watched some of this juiced online, um, and I don't know if you remember some of the, the setups they had. Oh, this is the prank show. Yeah, they they do this one where he's trying. He's like a, a car salesman. Oh no! And he's trying to sell the Bronco. Are you shitting me? Yeah, like the white, bro- like a white Bronco. How many views does that video have? I don't know. I don't think that many. It's crazy. I, I'm gonna play a little bit of it, but it's just such a weird like. It's like he's trying to make light of something, but it's like making light of the worst thing. <laughs> Like, he just, like, lost his mind at yeah. this point. Oh, my God. Kane's Pizza, this is OJ. How can I help you? Check this out. It's Simpson selling a white Bronco at a Las Vegas used car dealership. I can guarantee you the car has escapability. He even autographed oh a bullet God. hole in the Bronco. This is a Bronco signed by OJ Simpson. <laughs> With a little bullet hole in They're the lost OJ Simpson tape. Well, right, so the thing is, that's not like, the real Bronco. It's, it's not the real Bronco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But but and it has a bullet. But it's just such a weird like. First of all, O.J. Simpson was never known ever for like his comedy improv skills. <laughs> you know what I mean? So who was like, hey? I mean, obviously this is some dirt bag. Yeah, right. I think it's just produced by the guy who did like bum fights. Uh. <laughs> So, but the, the, the this what's so disturbing at watching this juiced thing in the video is like how like off the deep end he had gone. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, what I'm kind of surprised about, and I give that industry credit. Uh, I never went into porn because you think you figure that would have been the move. Right. They would have given him a bunch of money, and you know some weirdos would want to see him in porn. But maybe they even have standards. No, know? I don't. Th- I think he. That's true. He probably would have done that. Maybe yeah. he just didn't have. Maybe, yeah, maybe they just didn't offer it. I, I feel like porn, they, they have no problem with that. Um, maybe he would have eventually. Yeah. Because uh, this was like a year before he got arrested again. Um, and when did he get arrested? 2007? 2007, yeah. So he kind of just missed the YouTube age and stuff. Because you wonder what he'd be doing right now. Right. And what's what's amazing about this juiced thing is like, at the time, it was obviously this horrible, you know, idea that they someone can thought up, and he did, yeah. and it just went nowhere because I think it was just kind of like, what is this? I don't think anyone <laughs> wanted to be involved in it or right, distribute right. it, but now it's like ten years later, it's kind of like 
this weird like time capsule of like just illustrating like where he was at that point yeah. and kind of how far he had gone off and like how deluded he went just how like how down he had fought like how far he had fallen do you do at that point let's just say this is you right yeah you get off murder and okay, <laughs> so you don't you don't you don't move to another country what is your what is your move there? You really can't make a lot of money because someone's going to try to take it from you. And also, you're famous, right. and you're so addicted to being famous because that's what they talk about too. Is that you? You know, when you're that famous and beloved, it's hard to just be like, okay, well, I'm just going to go away and not. Right. I don't know. I, I think. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say. I think that that it it also talks to a lot of like our culture. You know, if you get caught up in something like that in fame. And you, you don't have a lot inside you that, you know, telling you that you don't have a good foundation of, like, who you are and you don't feel like you're worth anything, then I don't know how you get out of that. Like, no, because you can't, like, you know, well, a move could be like, hey, I'm going to raise money for battered women. But no one would take you seriously, you know? Yeah. I feel like... He, you, you would. Well, see, the thing is, what, what you can't you, fix your image. You really can't. Yeah, you can't. I think all you can really do is try and like fix your who you are. Right. I feel like he should have just. Though it's one of those things we're not going to jail at that point is probably the worst thing that could happen <laughs> to him. Because seriously, it's like. If hell, he's probably a hero. Like to a lot of, to, not to everybody, but I'm sure he, you know, he's a celebrity in jail. Yeah, you know? and also like, yeah, what what is waiting for him out of jail now. But I feel like if he had gone to jail after the murder, he he would have at least had an opportunity. I feel like the only chance he would have had is to, like, really have self-reflection about what happened and, like, admit what happened right. and kind of come clean with, with himself but also with the world. Or I kill think. himself. I mean, he almost did that in the Bronco. Yeah. I think that had he done that, that probably would have been the best best move for him. You think so? Yeah, I mean, oh, no. <laughs> after seeing that juice thing, <laughs> he probably thinks that too. After seeing that video, but you know, I also thought of something I, in the documentary. Also, if that Bronco chase never happened, is this the trial of the century? Is it going to get as much? It would be a pretty big trial. But that Bronco chase put it on the next level because they said that 95 million people watched that Bronco chase. If that Bronco chase doesn't happen, they just have the trial, is it as big? I don't think so. I really? Mean, I don't think so. I think that's what, because he was kind of a washed up dude at the No, point. but I feel like th that was the big thing. I, I don't know, but I just feel like, I, you know, I had the exact reaction, 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 I'm sure, after it happened, and I saw a thing on the news where they're like, the police are questioning OJ about the murders, and I was like, why would they yeah. ever talk to him about that? Like, what... So just the fact that that started to... Co but, I mean, yeah, the Bronco was the thing that, like... And it looked so damning, too. It was almost like an admission of guilt because he's running away from yeah. the cops. Let's say it doesn't happen, and he gets lawyered up real quickly, and you don't see much of him early on. I think a lot more people would have probably thought he was innocent until the, the, the evidence started You think so? I, I, don't I guess... I don't know. I just feel like that evidence... You know, the, the, the whole thing with... It's funny because even back then, now when I hear it again, I didn't even realize how much evidence there was. It was yeah. like there's I blood mean, everywhere. There's blood everywhere. Just the whole thing of like it all comes down to the glove. I yeah. mean, it's like you, you know. And the, the, I always said this back then. They say in the documentary, like so. Mark Furman had no idea what like if he had an alibi or maybe he wasn't even in the country for like right. days, and he just was like, well, maybe I'll just bring this glove. And like, why would Mark Furman? Care? You know what I mean? I know he's racist, but it's like. No, but then why is Mark Furman in the end? Why is that guy a lead detective on a major murder scene when you know his history? 
You know, yeah. that's the mistake because you have guys like that. They're going to just put. I mean, there right. have been other cases they would have poked holes in. You I'm know? sure, yeah, they did. Yeah, obviously. They're, and they, it, it was one of those things that was unfortunate because it was just like it gave the jury uh, an excuse. Yeah. They just, it was like, okay, now I have an excuse. And, I mean, to be honest, legally, you know, that is kind of a reasonable – I don't know. It could be in your head, well, maybe that he did plan it. Like, but it's just – you know, even if you think that they did it, if there's a reasonable doubt – that they didn't do it. Right. And I know that one juror said something was that I learned that uh, the Darden thing pissed them off a lot because they thought it was so transparent. When they put, brought Darden in, and they're like, oh, they're just bringing him in because he's black. Right. You know? And it, it, in the documentary, it showed how much they didn't appreciate that. Yeah, I guess they did. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. But it was just one of those, they lost it in the, the jury selection. Yeah. I mean, they, they need, you know, they needed it to be like all white people, which would not have worked either because it would have been like the exact thing with Rodney King. That, it's, it's not the exact thing, but, but yeah. it's a problem with any jury. I mean, like who's going to, what type of person says I'm going to give up nine months of my life? Is it going to be, they were even saying that, like, is it going to be the most maybe brilliant person in the world? Right. No, no, no that's true. And, uh, did you ever get a jury duty? I did, yeah. I once did a case, like, for two days. Oh, you were actually on the case? Yeah, like, uh, some drug case. Like, I think it was, like, a day and a half, and we delivered it for, like, an hour. Oh, May- maybe. Really? It was, like, some guy had, um, uh, the cop said he had, he had, um, sold him crack or something. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, sold him crack. It was, like... I don't even know if I'm legally supposed to talk about it. I don't even remember it. But, like, I was into it. I was, like, interested in it. That's actually a cool case. But you wouldn't want to do it for nine months. Uh, no, but I mean, at the same time, I'm kind of like, if if the, I had a chance to like be in like a, the OJ t- trial, I don't know, man. I think that sounds kind of cool. Plus, they all wrote books. They must of, have, right? Yeah, I it, definitely, I mean, you totally had to have read, written a book for that shit. Um, and, you know, it had to be hell for that. I mean, I, I, I used to be really mad at that jury. and that yeah. Now I'm not. But, like, um, yeah, it had to be, like, a nightmare for that. Especially when they got out. You know, then they got out. And, like, everyone hated them. Oh, yeah. Just for being a juror. I know? think they got annoyed also because they deliberated in, like, two hours. Yeah. I think that's what pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. Um, that they it just... I don't know what happened, but that just gives the impression of, like, yeah, we're not even going to pretend, like... <laughs> It's kind of like when you go to a restaurant and, like, have you ever gone to a restaurant and, like, they clearly just have the food ready? <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a restaurant I used to go to and, like, you would order and it would literally come out in, like, a minute. And I'd just be like, come on. Like, just, like, pretend you're making it. Um, I remember I worked at the U.S. Open one summer, like, four years ago. And okay. um, they had this thing where you could when people took orders, they had it like, they would do it on their phone, like the waiters. Yeah, yeah. And um, so the ticket would go right into the kitchen, right from their phone when they were at the table. So there would be times where like, some, they'd be like, hey, bring this out. And I'd bring it out and the pe- I'd bring it to the people and they'd look at me and they'd be like, what? We literally ordered this 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Um, 
So I remember I always kind of felt bad. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Oh, wow. I'm like, well, they're just, I mean, it was like sandwiches. You know what yeah, I mean? But I, th- I don't even think they were mad. I think they were like, this is insane that that just happened. But you, I, you know, also watching the documentary, thinking about it again, it's like, all right, so these people are on the jury for nine months. So someone, the state is paying for their hotels and their food and their accommodations and everything for nine months. They're paying for all these witnesses and stuff like that. How much does this fucking trial cost? And how many trials do they have like this? Uh, just to get a not guilty verdict, you know. What I, I know, mean? I know. That was the thing, and then that you know that was the other thing. It, it, it was like a show. It was a show, you know. It was a reality show. Right. But I can see why now. In I mean, you're in law now. Like why they like to cut deals a lot because trials oh, yeah. are expensive. Yeah, long and they they usually don't uh, happen that fast. Yeah. I mean, that would happen. You know, they sped it up because of the whole thing. But I mean, it happened fast. I mean, it was like June, and then I think. Uh, like it happened in June, I think it was like January yeah, of '95. Like yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I now learning about that with law that they, they even talk about that how a lot of times they they don't want things to like if the, somebody goes to trial, they, it's like a failure basically. Yeah, because it's like and it's true. Even you know if you're like if you have a client or something, it's like you don't want to go to trial, dude. Like <laughs> it's just like gonna take a long time. Like you know it's gonna happen. You're, you know it's gonna be. Decided by like some idiots. Didn't they have also like alternate jurors who were also watching? Yeah, yeah. So they playing? always had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that they because they kept. Yeah, they did it in the movie. Yeah, they kept kicking jurors out. Right. <laughs> Things kept. Oh, they like they were saying in the movie that they basically were getting rid of some. Right. Right. That was really interesting about the movie. Like yeah. I didn't know things like that. That like Cochran was. I th- the thing that's amazing to me about it is kind of his whole. Um, delusion about like you kind of just want him to finally just like dude just finally like you're gonna be dead soon like have some penance like why don't you die with like a clean slate you know what i mean like not a clean slate but right um that people want to hear it yeah like if he just like admitted it and was like um remorseful and uh because even now like now it's like what are you what are you doing at this point you're in jail like yeah I don't know. It's just kind of. It's really. It was. It's really. It's really tragic. That whole thing. Like it's. It is. It's and insane how like horrible it is. And you just can't you remember how much it dominated the news cycle of '95, especially. Just fucking. That was every all the time. I. It's. What's funny is I feel like it's dominating it now again. Yeah. Like it's this huge thing. It's like a, the next generation is like discovering it. Um, but and then when you find out these like that juiced thing, I've watched for like <laughs> I watch I've watched it. for like days. I'm like, because it's it's just my it's literally. I feel like it's like watching someone just literally at their bottom, like losing their mind. Implode, yeah, yeah, like and have no idea. Like he has no sense of awareness of like, well, this is like crazy. When I'm like, why don't I just not <laughs> do this? He's not making money doing this. I don't. Think There's much. no way he could yeah. be making a lot of money from that. Um, but the fact that he's like dancing, like he's just kind of in the in the song. One of the first lines is he's like, "People always ask me so many questions, like how did I get <laughs> to the top?" I'm like, "That's the question people are asking you now." <laughs> like, but his move probably should have been he should have killed more people. Like he should have been like, <laughs> he should have been like a hitman or something. Yeah. yeah, or something like. I wonder if he probably did. Yeah. And then the, but the other thing that's really disturbing is you see, he talks about, you know, the documentary, like he gets more women after the murders. Right. Like that right there is just like the, a woman that you're with who like is like hot, thinks it's hot that you murdered your wife. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's just like what kind of a, 
Ugh. Yeah, and he was. Oh, I mean, that was the reason why that Nicole wanted to leave him because he was just banging women left and right. Right. And you know, and then she didn't want. She didn't want to. She, you know, and he had. Yeah, a and he was like beating her up. Right. I mean, he probably was like so just awful to be. I mean, no, uh, and I think the beating up came after she probably called him out on cheating and stuff. Right. And he's like, I can do whatever I want. And bang, you know, whatever. And then when she starts doing it, he doesn't accept it. You know, if oh, he just right. said, you know, in Hollywood, there's a lot of open marriages. If yeah. he just said, hey, we'll have an open marriage. Right. You know, because he had sex with so many different women. Well, she's not going to get mad after a while. The other thing I didn't know, I didn't know the Marcus Allen thing. Nah, that was interesting. Did you know that? Not at all. I never knew that. No. That's like a big thing that I feel like no one ever mentioned. That, he, that she was sleeping with Marcus Allen. And it almost would seem like she was stick it, sticking it to him. Yeah. Like and I mean, um, yeah, that's. I feel like the agent says it in the thing, like that that was like a factor. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that. I, I feel like Marcus Allen has really like dodged that one. I, yeah, I never. He's I guess denied, <laughs> but yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. And then the and whole then the other guy though, uh, this guy. Remember the other guy who was like the restaurant tour, yeah, Keith or something. <laughs> he, the, the thing where she, he like was spying on them or something, right? right? That's so scary. Like, yeah, and that guy didn't seem scared of OG. I'm like, what are you crazy? I know, I know. It's really, it's really creepy. Okay, well, I'm gonna wrap this up. Okay, cool. All right, so thanks a lot for coming by. Yeah, that was cool. That's fun. Uh, I guess uh, you'll come by again when the next OJ thing. Yeah, in a couple of weeks when they happens. do OJ. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be an OJ musical coming out. <laughs> Animated series. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye bye. No